Hello there. Welcome to another episode of Dear Young Person. I know it's been a minute. By a minute, I mean like one year plus. But you will pardon me and you will listen to this with joy. Because I have a special guest with me. Yeah, I've been thinking of ways to bring on people. So I'm really excited because this is someone quite dear to me. Just a little bit, not so much, just a little bit. Uh, so everyone, make welcome Agane Myru, also known as Myru to the rest of the world. Myru, say hi. Hi. Hi, guys. Which guys? Welcome to my YouTube channel. <laughs> so, <laughs> this episode is something I've titled Adulting. And frankly, I don't know many people that adult like you do. So, first off, what is adulting to you? Mm. So, adulting is like the best way to, I would explain it is facing the reality of this world. So as a child, you were sheltered, you were protected, you didn't have to face some harsh truths. But now, there's no protection for that. You have to go out, make your money, suffer, be hungry, suffer for not being wise, suffer for being foolish, suffer for being too wise. So suffering everywhere. And rest. So suffering everywhere you look. Yes, so this life. <laughs> Come Lord. Maranatha. Okay, so I fully understand um, the part where um, like once you start adulting, it basically feels like you're now the protector that you had when you were a child. So it's like, oh, no more mommy and daddy to protect you. You're all on your own in the world and things like that. So first off, sorry, the first off, the last time was a different kind of first off. <laughs> How old are you? Mm, so you're an old man. twenties. So you're an old man. I'm not old, Joe. Anybody how how am I old? Anybody in their late 20s is an old person. Ah, uh, should be life starts at 30. Dear young person interviewing. Life starts at 30. Starts so at I'm 40. still young. But moving on. How long have you been adulting? How long have you been adulting? I would say for like 10. Yep, old person. Almost right 10 there. years. Right there. <laughs> right okay. I'm not Can you? Okay. What? In Can my you? heart. What? I'm what? Something. That's the voice you get baby. You have baby With who is your baby? I have baby now. Very fine baby. What about she's coping? She shall not be mentioned on this podcast. What about she's coping? She's 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 having the time of her life. So, can you tell us how it all started? How did what what was the trigger for? your entire adulting moment like when did you first feel like an adult hmm. let me take you back on a very 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 short story okay. by short i mean long all right but i will summarize all right so my dad had a stroke when i was in school i think i was in my tundra level first semester or second semester i'm not sure which one but all I heard was when I came back from the, from school, I heard dad had a stroke, he fell into the gutter, and they've been trying to treat him since then. He was in the hospital when I came back, but he was better. So that was when my adulting started. I had to step up because the man of the house now was now sick. My dad was somebody that didn't used to go to the hospital. 
So now he was confined to the hospital for a while before they now brought him home, like they discharged him. So that was when I started adulting. I had to take my dad to um, see a consultant in, in Marina. I can't move. His bank was paying for the consultancy and basically the consultant was to determine whether he could still go on working or he was a um, health risk so they would have to retire. And I remember at that time we were praying that no, my dad can be able to work. My dad can be able to work. Now, looking back 10 years after, I'm like, that was a bad prayer. <laughs> the man was old. <laughs> it was time for him to rest. So they they let him go after a while. But all those, all that while I was the one taking him, we jumped priority to consultants, wait for like close to four hours, come back. Uh, it was... It was it was a shock to me because I didn't expect I would be doing that for my dad so early. So yeah, that's when it started. For people who I'm like who can't see, I'm giving him a virtual hug, virtual because even though we're in the same place, I don't want to hug him so that my mic will not touch and you know distort and all of that. That's my reason, and I'm sticking to it. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So now we are getting to the part where we try to get into your childhood. It's nothing so personal uh but i want authentic answers and if you're lying i would know because you know i know stuff so what are you passionate about don't say sound don't <laughs> say better sound. not be sound <laughs> better not be sound <laughs> Uh, so it would be music, computers. What part of computers, are, computers. You passionate part about? Of computers are you passionate about? So I'm passionate about design. I wanted to go into coding, but I was too old to yes, mentally indeed. give that well, energy. No, that no, no, so at the time when I wanted to go into design, into um, coding, I was... I already had my design skills, right? By the way, I'm a graphic designer. So if you have dollar Not Naira jobs, jobs. We don't want Naira jobs. We want FX. Dollars jobs. Or pounds. Please. Yes. Pounds. And so by the time I wanted to go into design, into coding, I was already designing and I was, my dad had passed by this time. I had, we, we had, my dad had, had. four kids. So has. that's, had. okay. Has four kids. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> had because he's passed past um um so that's me and three others and then my mom so that's a family of five and i was the sole provider for the family of five so i had no like you know when they say fail uh, this fail while you are young blah 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 i didn't have that there was nothing like that there was no time to fail it was provide money or we die of hunger and so while I'll be trying to code, learn code, one because when I was in school, when my dad was alive, I was when I got to school, I studied, I entered with chemical engineering, but I've always loved computers. I, I was a prodigy in my secondary school. That there was a time they locked, they forgot the password on in the computer room. The computer teacher had to call them to call me to come out to the computer that she forgot the password. But I couldn't do that shit because I didn't know much that then. But yeah, that's how much. Um, popularity i had in school about computers so when i entered for chemical engineering it was this um false tale that oh you're from delta by the time you come outside you oh. get all your job so all was the tech of that time 
at that time tech was not that popular as it is in the world safe that much so yeah i entered for chemical with chemical engineering but i was always rolling with computer guys i was downloading coding books i had i downloaded a lot of computer related stuff more than chemical very serious today i'm so proud of obviously you obviously it affected my academics but I was always with computer guys to the point where they thought some people thought I was doing computer okay. science. So, I, so how was yeah. I heading? Yeah. Don't derail. So, okay, yeah. So I've been wanting to learn code from a young age, but funny enough, when my dad died, I didn't even know when he died. I was in school, and then my uncle came to pick me up with his son, and in the car park, they told me we lost your dad. I was like, because, okay, because. The exact day when he died, I had this nudge to call home. I called home and I, my aunt, my aunt picked up the call. I was like, "Why is my aunt with my mom?" And they were just like, "Man of God, pray. Nothing's wrong. Everything's fine. Just pray." And that day I was very moody, so I just that I just knew something was wrong, but I didn't know what it was. I was staying with my uncle all through the next year, and he was my uncle was a graphic designer and also a an entrepreneur. So it was from him I got the passion like okay let me do graphic design and also inherently I already had this I used to see church designs or this okay. father lord kill this this that <laughs> all those designs that they were join padlock kokoyama and the rest to make one design I didn't like it and then I started seeing better music on Instagram and there is hill song I was like ah, why can't Nigerian <laughs> churches do designs like this I must make it difference and that's how I learned uh, I got into design I started learning with my uncle's free internet in the night so I didn't sleep in the night from around 12 to 5 I would be downloading tutorials and learning them and showing my uncle oh is this good he was like yes this is right is this good okay this is great so that's how then I saw like give advertising for an internship position of of a graphic designer. I was very reluctant to apply. And then one day I just somebody introduced me to Pastor T that that's the person go and ask him. So I went I went I was I just went to CCI met him spoke to him. He was like, "Okay, that was the last week of that year. I think it was 2016. So 2017 January he said I should come. I came. First day was like, "Oh, do I know how to use Canva?" Or what software do I use? I said Photoshop. By the way, I'm not a fan of Canva. That's just my bias. It was like, okay, can you just quickly do this in Canva? I was, I was not like, I would do it in Photoshop. So it was like, okay, it was very reluctant. But I did the design in Photoshop. I'm like, ah, this is nice. This is uh, that was. And shortly after, Pastor Irwin came to do a um, talk. He was invited to one of our talk shows to talk about purpose. And I did his poster there for like you advertising it. And then when he goes done with the talk show, he was not like Who did this poster. And I was just like, yeah, star boy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I, by the time, like when my dad, when um, reality hit on and the rest, I already I was already strong with graphic design. That I didn't trying to learn code was now like a distraction because okay. I was having so much. Work just to point out, I wasn't making much money like that because Nigeria they don't respect designers. But I was having a lot to do. I don't think I've ever been so free for a day since that time. I always have something to do. It's just me that will be procrastinating it. But yeah, so that's why I never learned code. 
maybe when i get into a physical class with somebody physically teaching me i'll be able to learn code but if it's these online courses it won't work for me for good okay so even though you're passionate about coding you can dedicate time to it right now i can't i have to make money i'll be for instance i will have to marry soon so well i will not marry soon no. yeah okay all right so with all that you've been doing in design and you know the money you've been able to make so far which money please the money have you have you died you didn't die you are here so please, you have money you know where they are sharing money call me so what is your most prized possession what's that thing that you have that you're like i don't want to let this go i would say it's my laptop the funny thing is that the laptop was not like it wasn't totally bought by like my own money okay it was a contribution when i was leaving for school because i went back to lead city to learn computer science that's what i actually graduated with i didn't finish chemical engineering in cu but i didn't mention that i went to cu but yeah. i went to cu that's where i what i got in with chemical engineering but i didn't finish there because of financial issues staying i deferred two years and coming back was just very hard so i opted out came back to lead city started computer science from 200 level i'm i've graduated by now yeah. so yeah so when i was living um lagos some church folks contributed um i think it was 150k for my laptop and i had the money no the money was not with me it was with pastor t <laughs> uh, so i was just like okay i i was searching for laptops that i knew that would last like that will stand the test of time not laptop that will buy now and then next one year i'm looking for how to replace it so i feel attacked but okay yeah there's no attack it if you don't really know about tech you will fall into that area <laughs> more attacks wow at the beginning when you're buying Insult. a laptop Insult. so yeah so um i i took money out of my fees future fees i think to complete and then i met somebody else who added i think 80k or 100k to it so okay. when i was buying my laptop i, I spent 280k to buy the laptop and to be honest and uh, that laptop has been a blessing yeah the battery has failed twice that was because of church work <laughs> but yeah that laptop is still alive to now functioning properly so yeah that laptop is my greatest listen after that is my creative mind god when when will i have creative mind that will be my most prized possession or second most prized possession okay uh what would you change about yourself if you could knowing what you know now and looking at your life from when you started to this very moment what's that one thing that you would change if you could oh i would have dropped some habits i picked up early on uh i would have picked up a reading culture maybe i would have been successful in chemical engineering <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah maybe my height so that i can be looking down on people hmm. literally yeah must be nice how does it feel to be short though eh? i also wanted to ask people because you know being short is so oh my god i can't even begin to describe it are you taller than me human beings short why are you human beings are you taller than me if you're not taller than me then you are shooting yourself i can wear heels can you eh i can wear heels can you eh ah 
That's and by the way, case. anyone below six feet is short. So even if you're 5'11", you're 5'11.5", you're still short by NT standards. Okay, moving on. Yes. You still haven't told me. Okay, it's your height that you would have changed and some habits that you picked up. Okay, great. What is the greatest challenge or struggle you have ever faced? Ah, family. <laughs> oh my God. How is family? Money and family. I'm going to share this with your brother so that he will know what you think of him. No, he's not my brother. Your I'm just brother a, is not your family. I'm, I'm looking at all the things I had to go with through it about money and family. That I had to relate with money and family. Ah, fight on how to spend what. Because when my dad died, we got, we spent a lot of time, got um, his pension out. And then there was now this whole big hustle on what, what to, to spend the it. money on. Uh, and emotionally trying time. trying time. Because it got so bad that my mom wanted to emotionally blackmail me and called pastor. <laughs> and then I received a call from pastor saying, why your mom is cross crying and called me and said, this is what I now had to explain to pastor. Pastor, I said, okay, just call her and receive it. <laughs> my God, I have so far. See, guys, last, money, money, stop, solves a lot of money problems. stops nonsense, to be honest. If I had money, there wouldn't be all these arguments. <laughs> so, please, get your money first. Get your money. Before what? Before getting your family that you were born into. Yeah. <laughs> get money. Oh. Last, that's last. The that's the moral lesson. Thing. Okay, next. All right. What's the biggest risk you have ever taken? Going to school. Going back to school. How, how does that count as a risk? How risky was it by your standards? Mm. There was no guarantee that going back to school was going to give me a job. And it's also slowed down my graphic because going back to school, trust me, working and schooling, it was hectic. hard. My first year when I went for checkup, my blood pressure was high. Doctor had to carry me. And this doctor is an elderly person. I think he consults for literally carry me back to the nursing station and say check his BP again. And after that, they started doing counseling. Who is the one paying the fees? <laughs> Who is it? Is your father alive? Where is your mother? <laughs> oh my god. It was so what was the question again? What's the greatest risk you ever took? So maybe that might not be the greatest. Um, but yeah, that falls in there. Um off the top of my head, the greatest risk. Mm. I, I'm not much of a risky person. Risky or risk taker? Uh, risky, risky. So I remember that when I first got pension money, I put it into mutual funds. Okay. And that was a risky thing. Okay. Because I didn't know. But I did my research and discovered that what's worse, it will not depreciate the money okay. I put in. <laughs> but that was a risk on my part because. That was a lot of money. Okay. Right. And if it all disappeared. Problem. Not will, only will I have problem. I will have problem for my family members. Because <laughs> they'll be asking me, what have you done? No one will believe that. I Like, who sent you a message? You should have just kept the fixed deposit. This and that. Another risk was loaning people money. After that money, I didn't get it back. And it was a large sum. It was, it was so large, it was my... It was a session school fees that I had to start begging people. 
I, I was begging people for money. They had to be carrying me around and say, oh, this boy needs this, 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 this. I got sponsored for the last two sessions. Like, it was like community effort. Everybody was just checking out. You will go to school, 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 you will go to school. You will go to school. <laughs> Shout out to all my friends. I can't call out all their names, but you guys are MVP. They sent me to school. <laughs> Even people that were way, way younger than me. So, yeah. That's so touching. Why did you cry? <sighs> because I'm an emotional person. Okay. Okay. Mm. Let's move on to more fun things. What is your useless talent? Hmm. 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 Useless talent. I don't have a useless talent. Ah, everything I have, I can use it. Except uh-uh. singing. I've let that one die. Um, so singing is your useless talent. It's it's my talent, but it's useless at the moment because my throat isn't what it used to be before. Yeah, sing for us. Eh? Sing like two lines of a song. I sang, by faith in what you've done. Is that what <laughs> you want to sing? Uh, if I sing this one now, you will laugh. Sing. Lean on me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's your go-to song. Lean on me is your go-to song. Next, next. That's the only song you do. <laughs> what songs, you know, speaking about songs, what songs are on the soundtrack to your life? If your life, your entire life so far had a soundtrack, what are the songs that will make it? That soundtrack. Money slow to enter. (laughs) Where money they go. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. But I'm just joking there. Um, That will be my soundtrack. You got a friend in me. Randy Newman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Weird. Randy. Adele's cover of um, "Make You Feel My Love." Isn't that her song? No, she did. Who song is it? I don't know, but it's an old song. Uh, okay. Um. Hmm. All my life you have been faithful. Because if not for God. <laughs> um. Uh, that's all for now. Those are actually quite good songs. Especially the you know, all my life you have been faithful. Most of us can relate. Okay. Ah, yes. <laughs> what is the most ridiculous thing you believed as a child? That when I finish school, I will get a good job. <laughs> I'll be very rich because uh. I was very smart. I, I mean, that's 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 not so ridiculous. I didn't know just life was that, this hard. It's just that times changed. It wasn't so. It's, it's not so ridiculous. So they were selling us promises based on their own time. And Even my dad now. didn't have it easy. They couldn't. He have wrote known. a lot of qualification exams. He should have told me. I'm not sure that's something you tell your children because you want your children to go to school. You don't want them to be thinking, "Oh, even if I go to school, I can't make it in life." You want them to think education is the key. So if nobody told you that they changed but not after you graduated, <laughs> let your children know early in life <laughs> that life is not all fun and games. Oh well, it's that too. Uh, what is your best childhood memory? Mm-hmm. I remember mine. I think my father bought Indomie. When Indomie brought out those varieties, 
that they had was it spicy something something and then oh, onions i think they're just a series oh yeah for guys it's different when you're falling in love with somebody childhood memory you're and, falling in love as uh, a child uh-huh. what when you're Why? crushing not falling in love crushing. what are you crushing as a child ah, forget to when i saw one boy in my gym as a child the next day i was like what is they most doing in my gym what's this <laughs> i know it's not like that for boys boys will even stalk the person to their house um he, so i think my best memories were when my dad was my dad had one red car he used to drive us around in it and then anytime my mom says we are going to see your grandmother because my grandmother used to feed us to death if you are thin she feels like you are suffering so she wants to get you fat to show that you are enjoying life so yeah that okay what is your favorite recent memory as an adult Mm. 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 it's no meditation favorite you send memory I'm harmonizing with you look we're in sync I would say um, memories that I've had with my babe uh, must be nice though Yep, God. she's awesome like that. God, when I go be perceived, be able to have memories. I beg, move on. My pigeon is not even, it's not even flowing properly. That's so sad. So, I've asked all the questions I have to ask. But, some follow-ups that will be coming Is this not where you ask head. me what's your advice to the young generation? Come. I will. I'm, I'm getting there. But, you know, you haven't told me in a general sense... Um, what adulting means to you right now you said how you thought it was when you first started and you know now you just how make it going, seem Abby? like a lot of it is how it centered around money and having adulting money is, having... is 70% centered about money is it though so basically life adulting right now to me is about um, family love and responsibility Okay. Duty or responsibility? Are they the same thing? They could be intertwined. Okay. Um, duty would be to my family members. Um, responsibility could also be to my... Responsibility could be things that I picked up that are now, like, mine to do. So, um... Like washing so plates. <laughs> responsibility would be my volunteer work for church. Uh, my duty would be my... Um, responsibility to my family members so yeah okay so as an elderly person and someone who you know as a is, young person is going to exit the 20 something phase very soon what's your advice to you know the young and coming people like myself or the up and coming is it up and coming or young and coming oh well as far as i'm saying it it's right so first no knowledge is a waste Except it's a perverted knowledge, but no knowledge is a waste. So, as much when you have free time, use that to learn. Learn new things. Because many of the things that I make money from, or many of the solutions I get to solve in this world, not necessarily make money from, is because I chose to learn something. So, I'm a self-taught person, except in coding, but if I want to learn about something, I would learn about that thing to a sufficient um 
level where you would think that I was doing this thing for a long. So, um, that much is true. So for sound, video, photography, light, I graphic thought editing, this guy Premiere Pro um, he edits video videos editing, better than I do. Um, audio editing, any of those things, I taught myself. So yeah. But I taught you video editing. Mm. I didn't teach you. I showed you how to use Premiere Pro, mm. and now you're editing videos, and I'm just there, just there being the person that showed you how to use Premiere Pro. Is the student not going to be greater than the master? Oriwe is disappointed in me because I did not even cross his foot in my greatness, and he's the person that taught me or that started teaching me. Now your problem be that too. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So you want to make sure that you garner knowledge relevant to the areas of life you are invested in. So for me, media, anything media, I learn, I ask questions a lot. Ah, I have, ha, the person that taught me about sound, Okuchi. Shout I, out to Okuchi. Okuchi, yes, <laughs> your five seconds of fame. <laughs> I taught him, I say I taught him. <laughs> I asked him questions, eh, I asked him questions like, ah, I still ask questions till today. But yeah, that made that's made me a better person. Has it made me a better sound engineer and the rest? Like there is nothing that I think I will face in media that I will not be able to solve. Because one, there's Google. Two, there's YouTube. Three, there's Okuchi. <laughs> Four, there is the I can do it. I will figure it out. Mindset. Mindset has always been with me. So yeah, I own my stuff. Like. I own it. If I feel I'm supposed to do something, I will do it to my very best. 100% all the time. So, it, it's good to have that ownership mentality at a young age. That was how I like was able to fill in for the shoes of my dad. I had to own up that, okay, my dad is gone. And if I don't bring money, nobody else will bring money. Like that was how I always thought of it. It was only me bringing... Whether any other person was chipping in, I always thought about, like, I'm the only person these people rely on. And that kept me pushing, pushing. Ah, no, you don't even want to know all the things I've, I've pushed this body to to do. I once trekked from Agege to um, Lagos Airport Hotel, opposite there in Ikeja, and back to grammar school, Brega. When I got to like giver, <laughs> I slept off. They were asking me what was wrong. It was two hours later I was able to answer. <laughs> but yeah, I that I started 6 a.m. I got to the lawyer's office before. Because, so we didn't have money. My uncle didn't have money at that time. He wasn't getting jobs at that time. So he was managing all he had for feeding. He was borrowing from there and there. And I could see it. But I didn't have transport to go to the lawyer's office. It was at Ikeja. So one day the lawyer was calling my uncle and was insulting him that we're very nonchalant. I'm very nonchalant. This, that, that, that. Now is it because he's helping us do it for free? And he was going ah. to take a cut from it too at the mm. end of the day. You see, because he's helping us do it for free. This and that and that and that. So out of the frustration too, my uncle now poured the anger on me that I can go to Life Giver. And Life Giver was just 15 naira away. 100 naira away. I could go to life giver, but I cannot go to lawyer's office. Am I serious in my life? This, that, that, that. So that anger, that frustration that they poured on me fueled me with holy anger. <laughs> I plugged my ear, plugged Lecrae, and was doing 
uh, I think it was ATWT that came out that time. All things worked together. And I was played the played um the Chris album Kill It. Played um and the Minions album Kill It. By the time I got to the man's office, I passed all the shortcuts I knew. By the time I got to the man's office like this, I got there earlier than the man. I left past six. I got there eat something. The man just coming nine o'clock. I was just looking at me, looking at the man like it's not your fault, sir. Later, and I say, why did I not ask for transport? I say, why did you not? In my mind, I was like, why did you not send my uncle transport? <laughs> so yeah, I mean that. Then that period of time, I walked a lot. Ah, I walk out the street of um at Joshua at that's Zenith Bank Street. Ah, yeah. I even with my mom because me and my I and my mom had to go and be signatories for the account. We now had to go and find where Delta State, um, forgotten what they call it, liaison offices to to get a document that says that she's a Delta uh, Delta State indigent. So yeah, that's it. Those are the things I have suffered in this small life. Okay, so your advice is don't suffer, take ownership, and don't suffer. My my advice is learn quick, learn fast, learn all you can learn and monetize it. Okay, sharp sharp, monetize it quickly. Don't be doing humble. Uh, there's a time to intern. There's a time to do pro bono work. But when you know that you are good, please start monetizing it so that you'll be eating quick. Okay. This was a very enlightening episode, if I do say so myself. So, thank you for being the first guest on our show, Myro. You're welcome. We hope to have more guests. But, you know, if all goes well with my producer, I may bring you back on, you know, for another episode. But I'll let my producer decide. So... There's no choice. You will bring me back on Starboy. They always want us. <laughs> now then they rush us. I beg, I beg, I beg, I beg. So, you're going to close out this episode for us. I'm going to count one to three, and then you close us out with a bang. Are you ready? How would you, how which bang? How did I, you, I don't know. I don't know. You can shout. We're done. Bang. Uh, anyhow, you wanna do it? Are you ready, or should I close myself? Close yourself. Okay. Okay. That's it for this episode. Thank you so much for letting us, you know, listen to you or speaking to us about your journey through the entire adulting process up until now because apparently adulting is the school that you never graduate from just like life and that's just really sad because i don't get why i would i would be a child and then you just tell me that i have to grow up you have graduate to be an adult no, and you, just, you can't graduate what, what when you die no when you have pensions when you retire that's why your pension is pensions. in naira yeah that's sad. By the time I'm very old, I don't know what. So that's what why you not just say like. pension. You also be doing dollar investment, and I don't want to do any. Okay, you I just want, want to be, be a baby girl and marry a All rich right. man. That's right. my my retirement plan is to marry a rich man. All right. That's my my check out of adulting. All right, but yeah. So I've learned that you know I should take ownership, and if I have skills or when I learn skills, and I am. Sufficient enough to monetize them, I should do that and do it quickly so that I can make money to get out of the trenches. Yes. So, thank you, Myro. So, if you like this episode, you can leave me a message if you have me on WhatsApp or you can tweet at me on Twitter. My handle is 
E-H-N underscore T double E. That's N T. N underscore T. That's E H N underscore T double E. E. Yeah. T double E. I don't know what Myra's handle is, but he's quite a private person, so he doesn't want people, you know, tweeting about him and things like that. So just tweet about me and I would like extend your regards, you know. And let me know if you want him to come back. So Bye-bye. NT out. Oh, shout out to Peace. Just saying shout out to Peace because, you know, peace out, NT out. That's all. <laughs>